All right, we're here with Timothy Howell, who has been covering Frisco High School, Frisco High School football for us for some <laughs> time, and uh, we're going to start doing some updates on the podcast and let you guys know what's happening with the high school football scene. So, Tim, take it away, man. What's going on? How are we doing this year? Hey. Well, Scott, I tell you what, man, it's a very loaded district. Uh, district 13-5A is kind of known as the Frisco District because it's all the Frisco schools. And I tell you what, there's a lot of talent just kind of nestled in between each and every school. What I'd like to do, I want to break down pretty much the top four teams that, uh, since we're going into district play, they have a bye week this time. And uh, so next week they'll go back into district play. I say back into because uh, – they started off as kind of non-traditional, and it kind of threw us for a loop. But they started off with a district game for week one, so immediately you had district play. Then you had the uh, non-district games, and we're going back into 13-5A next week. So I just want to talk about some of the top four teams, top four or five, and some teams that could kind of possibly sneak into a playoff pitcher, um, if that works for you. Let's do it. <laughs> first off, we good. have a good deal. Okay. Well, first off, we have the Wakeland Wolverines. Uh, kind of a surprise early on because they're kind of a youngish group, but they've uh, rumbled their way to 4-0, and and they're 1-0 and in district right now. And they're led by a quarterback, and I hope I don't butcher his name. It is uh, Dylan Cadwellader. I'll call him D.C. <laughs> from this point on. He's uh, 62-93 for a 66.7% completion percentage. He's thrown for 1,036 yards. And what's really impressive about him, Scott, and this is a trend you'll notice in 13-5A, but he has 16 touchdowns against zero interceptions. So he's unbelievably efficient, and uh, wow. his yardage passing has tied him for fourth in 5A. And kind of his go-to guy that helps him open up the passing game is his running back. That's Colby Delashaw. He has 429 yards rushing, 8.8 yards per carry, so just about a first down every time he touches the ball, and uh, four touchdowns. And uh, D.C.'s key receivers are Trey Adams. He's got 348 yards, 15.8 per reception with six touchdowns. And he also finds Easton Reeves. A lot of times you'll find him inside the 20 for a quick strike. He's got just south of 300 yards, 19.9 for catch, and uh, five touchdowns. So Wakeland Wolverines are kind of creeping up the charts. I've noticed on some websites they're in the top 25 um, in 5A, but uh, they certainly aren't going to sneak up on anybody else anytime soon, that's for sure. And uh, next we have uh, kind of the new guys. Last year was their first year. It's the Frisco Reedy Lions. They, too, with Wakeland are 4-0 and undefeated in district, 1-0. and And uh, they're led by their quarterback, that's Josh Foskey. He's connected on 61.2% of his passes, just under 1,000 yards, 997 yards passing. And he, too, has no interceptions and 11 touchdowns. So he's fifth in 5A in passing yards. And uh, his running back of note is Justin Gibson, 496 yards rushing, just under seven yards per carry with five touchdowns. And uh, his main go-to wide receiver weapon, they have quite a few, but his main guy is uh, Sean Hall. He's got 320 yards receiving, 12.8 yards per catch, and a couple of touchdowns. I should note, too, that Wakeland, uh, next week, they'll start off against the Reedy Lions. So that's going to be a real test for kind of the new kids on the block, Frisco Reedy, as they'll take on another undefeated team for uh, district supremacy there. So that'll be a good game to watch, possibly, quite possibly, rather the game of the week next week, but we'll keep you guys posted on that. Then, of course, we have Frisco Independence, 3-1, and and they're 0-1 at district, and their lone loss came against Reedy to open up the season. It was a close one, man. They lost 17-14. to Those are two teams with excellent defenses. But on the offensive side of the ball, Independence is led by quarterback Kevin Dick. He's got 65.4% uh, 
percentage uh, completion, 865 yards, 11 touchdowns, and uh, just one interception. So once again, man, another very, very consistent and careful passer who can really put the yardage up in a hurry. He's one of three quarterbacks in the district who last week had uh, five or more touchdowns passing. So really putting up some good numbers. Um, quarterback uh, Kevin Dick there for uh, Independence. His uh, main receiver is Colton Nielsen and uh, Makund Mahesh. Uh, both those guys have over 200 yards receiving. Nielsen with four touchdowns and Mahesh with two. <clears throat> Let's see here. Also, Colton Nielsen is a player of, of note as well. Four touchdowns. He's got about just under 17 yards per catch. Moving to a very familiar name, Scott, as I know you know, Frisco Lone Star. Um, they're three and one, and they're undefeated in district. And their lone loss came last week. It was our game of the week, and it was against the Denton Ryan Raiders. Now, at that time, that's the one and two ranked teams in the area for 5A. And, and I tell you what, that was down to the wire. The game actually ended with Lone Star with the ball inside the seven yard line, I believe, and the Ryan Raiders stopped them and held on to the win. It was <laughs> it was a good game. Uh, and the Lone Star players were led by quarterback uh, M.J. Rivers. He's a transfer from Crescentwood Christian. And uh, there were some questions on if he could hang in 5A. Of course, very competitive. But, uh, you know, Prestonwood Christian has won several state championships over the years. So uh, he was good and ready to go. He's got 605 yards passing, four touchdowns, also just one interception. He's 12th and 5A in yards. And uh, what's impressive about that is he's a dual-threat quarterback, but he really is kind of more of a runner. Now, rushing, he's got 417 yards, almost seven yards per carry with seven touchdowns. And remember, N.J. Rivers is stepping in for one of the best quarterbacks uh, in the history of Frisco High School. That's Jason Shelley. So he's still in those cleats uh, admirably as Shelley's off at Utah. Rivers has Kirby Bennett the third, 534 yards rushing, nine touchdowns. Uh, anytime they get in the red zone, he's always a threat to go. And it uh, looks like Lone Star will be playing Frisco High. <clears throat> the Raccoons, old high, I guess you could call it. They're off to a tough start this year. As you know, it's uh, Coach Vance Gibson's team. Uh, they always run the wing key, which is a run-oriented offense, and they've had some injury issues. As a matter of fact, last week, two of their top running backs, that's uh, Heath Yetter and Nick Stanton, went down with leg injuries. They're day-to-day. They might be available to play, but it certainly is a good time for an off week for them to kind of rest and heal up. But uh, Frisco High Raccoons, no joke on defense. You certainly have to put points on the board to be able to hang with them. And uh, then you have Frisco Heritage got their first win of the year last year. They're 0-1. I think that they could definitely be a threat in a 13-5A pitcher. They have arguably uh, the most athletic uh, dual threat quarterback in the entire division, in Amare Jones. He's a uh, 33 for 62, 53% completion, 437 yards, seven touchdowns, and hey, guess what? No interceptions. <laughs> I'm telling you, he's really. I would actually probably, I would give him the position of ATH, just overall athlete. It's hard to pigeonhole him as a quarterback because he is apt to run. He's actually got uh, 730 yards rushing with five touchdowns. And, man, he's even caught four passes for 29 yards and a touchdown, too. So he can score pretty much any way. I'm sure if you put him on defense, he'd get a pick six. <laughs> you know, find the end zone that way. But uh, his top threat as far as uh, pass catching goes is his wide receiver. That's Glenn uh, Mabaku, 219 yards, 18 yards per catch on average with three touchdowns. And they're going to take on a very salty Knights Independence team at the Star um, next week. And, of course, we have Frisco Centennial. Um, they're kind of tough luck. Uh, they're 1-3, 1-0 oh in district as they opened up with a big win against the Heritage Coyotes. But I'm telling you, Scott, they're one of those teams that can easily sneak in. I think that 
quite likely the top two spots might already be taken as far as 13-5A postseason push goes. But uh, Centennial certainly one of those teams on the fringe that I'd watch out for as district play begins. They're led by their running back, Hunter Williams. He has 641 yards, 7.9 yards per carry, and five touchdowns, which is six in 5A. And they're going to be taking on uh, the Liberty Redhawks, another team similar to Frisco in that they've just they've really had trouble out of the gates, not just with injuries, but just kind of ineffectiveness, young team. They're 0-4 and 0-1 and in district, but uh, they have an outstanding runner in Dimitri Jones. He's got 321 yards on the year with five touchdowns. And they also have a quarterback slash APH in Mitchell Miller. He can run uh, outside of the pocket, 174 yards, two touchdowns. And he's also thrown for 250-plus yards passing and a couple more touchdowns, too. So that's a little bit of a breakdown of what we're looking at, Scott. Hopefully that helps paint a picture for the future. And, of course, uh, our game of the week, we're going to put that up. I'll finish it up today, and uh, we'll have it up tomorrow morning. That's going to be Legacy Christian. The Eagles are taking on uh, Colleyville Covenant. And that's a team they've played several times over the years, and it's always, always a good uh, contest. That's going to be in Carrollton, and uh, that's actually a Saturday game. And uh, it's the only football game for a Frisco school this week. But uh, regardless, it's going to be the game of the week, and that should be a good one. So uh, check out the website. I'll have all that information up tomorrow morning. All right. Well, when people are listening to this, tomorrow morning will be this morning. So we're going to publish this tomorrow. So Friday morning, if you're hearing this, go over to the website, check it out if you want to see the write-up on all of this stuff. Tim, that was a great review. Thanks, man. It sounds like we've got some some really fun teams to watch this year and a lot of uh, a lot of good talent out there to keep an eye on. Absolutely. And uh, looking forward to doing more of these, Scott. It's going to be a lot of fun. Yeah, we're going to be bringing this to you guys uh, once a week moving forward, at least through the end of the season. And, you know, with a little luck, we'll have another team from Frisco heading on to uh, – heading on to some finals and maybe even the state and uh, we wish them all well, but keep an eye on them and keep your ears open. We'll, uh, we'll bring you all the download as we got it. Tim, thanks for joining us, man. Great rundown. Hey, thanks for having me, Scott. Appreciate it, man. All right. We'll talk to you. Talk to you guys next time on the Frisco podcast. Sounds good.